Good morning, I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. It's good to have you with us here this morning for the Congregation at Prayer, a guide for daily meditation and prayer around God's Word. It's Friday, uh, April 28th, 2023. Our catechesis today will uh, continue in the Gospel according to St. John. Again, the Upper Room Discourse on the night he was betrayed. As I said, uh, we're not going to be able to go into great detail into these readings on uh, in this proclamation each Sunday, so it's helpful for us to go through them in catechesis here, ask some questions, uh, and see if we can't at least get the, the facts straight, and then uh, that will aid in your hearing of the proclamation of the Word, which of course is different than teaching, right? Proclaiming is the for you, right? To take what is given and, and make it, or give it to you, for you. Um, namely forgiveness of sins, whereas teaching is more, um, you know, detail-oriented, to teach you what uh, it says, not why, right? Or even how, but why, why, for the forgiveness of sins. Okay, let us begin then. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Memory verse. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. John 11, verse 25 through 26. A. Our psalm is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. All right. Catechism for the week. The table of duties to wives. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Ephesians 5, verse 22. This is the way the holy women of the past, who put their hope in God, used to make themselves beautiful. They were submissive to their own husbands, like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her master. You are her daughters if you do what is right, and do not give way to fear. 1 Peter 3, verses 5 through 6. Okay. First reading today is from Zephaniah chapter 3. Sing, O daughter of Zion, shout, O Israel, be glad and rejoice with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away your judgments, he has cast out your enemy. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall see disaster no more. In that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear. Zion, let not your hearts be. Are your hands be weak? The Lord your God is in your midst. The Mighty One will save. 
He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. I will gather those who sorrow over the appointed assembly, who are among you, to whom its reproach is a burden. Behold, at that time I will deal with all who afflict you. I will save the lame and gather those who are driven out. I will appoint for them praise and fame in every land where they were put to shame. At that time I will bring you back. Even at that time I will I gather you, for I will give you fame and praise among all the peoples of the earth when I return your captives before your eyes, says the Lord. All right, a theme that I preached on on Wednesday evening, and uh, if you haven't already, go back and watch or um, listen to the sermon um, available again on podcast or on uh, on the YouTube there. Um, we have this strange notion that there is this bipolar kind of character in our world or a dichotomy in this world of good versus evil and that they are of equal authority. And, um, you know, is evil going to win tonight or is it going to be good, right? Is my sin going to overwhelm me or is God? And what, what a shallow view uh, of our Lord and of his word and the gift of his spirit to think that um, God is not almighty, right? As we confessed in the creed. And uh, so often when you see the confession of salvation given, whether from Jesus or from any of the prophets, you'll find that God is always the subject and he's the one doing the things. Yes, it is outside of our capacity to uh, resist evil and uh, to do good and to save ourselves, of course. And yet God is our God and we are his people. Thereby, he gives us all that is needed uh, the means of escape, if you like, the word of God, the gift of his Holy Spirit. So when you hear of salvation, as you do in this reading from Zephaniah, the subject of every sentence is God, and he is the one doing the verbs then, right? I will deal, I will save, he will rejoice over you, he will quiet you, he will uh, cast out your enemy, right? The Lord will take away your judgments. I will bring you back, I will give you fame and praise, I return your captives, right? And how encouraging is that? <laughs> It's not on you. It's on God. The one who has afflicted you is the one who saves you. And so uh, uh, there's a saying, and I, I can't remember who taught me this, but um, sanctification, which is sometimes translated as being made holy, sanctification is actually just learning how to be forgiven or how to live as the forgiven. Right? So most of our Christian life is, is learning how to live in the forgiveness of sins, not not how to be better people or um, overcome our sins ourselves or, or make this world a better place, but literally learning how to have God as our God and we, as his, and we be his people and live in the, in the justification, sanctification, you know, new life that he gives to us in his son Jesus and by his spirit. Um, and then step back, right? Be his creatures, let him be the creator, that sort of thing. Um, but agency is kind of the language. Pastor Riley and I talk about this frequently. The idea that we have to somehow be the actors in our own drama. Um, that's not how this works. <laughs> this is, uh, God is the creator. He made you. Uh, he has works prepared for you beforehand. And he, of course, is the one um, who will do these things, right? In and through you and through um, all those who love his appearing. All right. So then our reading for catechesis, I'll hear some repetition from yesterday. as continuation from John 14. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, 
He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said I am going to the Father. For my Father is greater than I. And now, I have told you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. Arise, let us go from here. Right? Sounds like the ending. Uh, it's actually kind of a false end. Chapter 15 kind of picks up, and you go back and uh, retread some, some ground again. All right. So, uh, to repeat from yesterday, he who does not love me does not keep my words. What does it mean to keep? Here, it might be helpful to learn a Greek. The Greek is tereo, uh, which can mean to keep or obey. It's translated both ways. Uh, but I would prefer that you think of it in this way, to hold fast to, which presumes obedience, of course, um, and keeping, right? But to hold fast to God's word for uh, as we say in our confessions and then repeat in our church's constitution, congregation's constitution, that God's word is the sole rule and norm for faith and life. So we hold fast to it. Right? It is through the love of Christ that we hold on to his words and what he teaches. Of course, who comes through the word or teaching of Jesus? He will teach you all things, right? All things that I have spoken. The spirit who is sent by the Father and the Son. Right? So we, again, we have the doctrine of the Holy Trinity being confessed here. The words, the words that Jesus speaks, are not exclusively his, but of course they are the Father's, because the Father sent him to speak these words, and he is the Word made flesh. Right? Pretty incredible uh, to get our mind around that, I suppose. And again, we have the Trinity being identified here, um, because if you look, uh, well, this was actually in the previous verse, I think, isn't it? Do we have the plurals here? Yeah, yesterday we heard in verse 23, that we will make our dwelling with him, right? So that plural, we and our. All right, what's the uh, name here given for the Holy Spirit? We mentioned this yesterday, but it's worth repeating. I don't know why. It's it's translated as helper. Uh, I think you've probably heard the, t- the technical word, the Greek word is paraclete, parakletos. So paraclete um, can be translated as helper, can be translated as comforter, um, also as advocate. So the paraclete is the one, um, it's like the defense attorney, all right? Which is helpful, I think, to remember if you think of this in a judicial sense, that the Holy Spirit makes defense for you for the sake of his of the Son, Jesus. Uh, here, he's making defense for God in a sense, right? He's advocating or helping um, you by giving you all things that Jesus has said and bringing, not only uh, teaching you all those things, but also re- causing you to remember them to remember them, especially in times of need, right? That you can call upon God's word then. Now, this is explicitly being given to the apostles so that, especially on the day of Pentecost and in the days leading up to Pentecost and coming out, they will remember the things that Jesus says and see their fulfillment in their own lives. But it extends to the whole apostolic church. That's to you as well. Okay. And what comes through the preaching of this word, teaching and preaching of this word? Verse 27. You see, Jesus says it a few different times in different ways. Peace. My peace I give to you. My peace I leave with you. All right. And uh, to this, the disciples are told that they will be glad and they will rejoice that he is going to the Father. 
all right? Because by going to the Father, then the Father and the Son both send the Spirit, right? And then we have the era of the Spirit, right? Bringing in um, the Holy Christian Church, gathering, enlightening, and sanctifying it, right? Um, but the ruler of this world is coming, and th- that we need to note, um, he is the ruler of this world by God's giving, right? This world has been consigned to the devil, um, or the, or the uh, prince of this world, as he's called here. But again, not for our hurt and harm, but for our repentance, right? That we um, come to trust in God, even um, even if the devil and um, and his demons assail us. Okay, how does the world learn that Jesus loves his Father? How does the world know that I love the Father? Well, he says here because he does what the Father gave him to do. For God, the Father, so loved the world. John three that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. It's the lo- that's the love of God that's made manifest to us, is the father giving his son unto death for the forgiveness of sins. Right? And that's what we are given to proclaim into this world. And it's really the only anecdote, by the way, or antidote, excuse me, not anecdote, but antidote, to the kind of nihilism, I think is probably the right word, the nothingism that our world ex- really is, is enthralled to, that nothing matters, um, and that um, you know, all that we see in this world is hedonistic, just whatever makes us feel good or happy um, is what's the highest good in this world. Right? Not what God has given or who God has made us, but rather just simply what, what tickles our flesh's fancy. Right? The anecdote to that is to say Jesus died for you. He's God the Father sent his Son and now uh, to die for you, and now by his Son, and the Father, the Spirit comes to gather you into his church and, and to give you a better life, a life um, that you could have only dreamed of before, but now you actually have by way of your baptism, by way of the forgiveness of sins, by the way of um, the daily instruction of God's word, uh, meaning and purpose. And uh, even more than that, the, the belovedness, to be the beloved of God, the children of God. What a great gift, right? And what, what an antidote. No matter what this world throws at us, no matter uh, how much it falls into death, despair, decay, even uh, nihilism, Jesus died for you, and he loves you, right? And he will care for you. Good. All right, well, that was almost a meditation there. Um, Chris asked a question before I read the meditation. Does the Spirit translate our prayers to Jesus, and Jesus tells the Father? We pray in the Spirit, um, but in the name of Jesus, to Jesus, right? And then Jesus is the one who intercedes for us before the Father, right? Right. So all of our prayers are through Jesus Christ our Lord, as we often terminate our prayers, that is, in them, through Jesus Christ our Lord. We pray to the Father on be, um, through the Son and by the Spirit. Because okay. without the Spirit, we wouldn't even know what to pray for, because we wouldn't hear what Jesus actually instructs us to pray for, daily bread, forgiveness of sins, rescue from death and devil, that sort of thing. Um, but by the Spirit, we can pray for those things to which we ought to ask, and praying in Jesus' name, the Father has promised to hear us and to answer our prayers as best uh, for faith and life. So yes, there is a, a translation of sorts, right? Um, this is also, by the way, why there's no need to pray to um, anyone other um, than God the Father, Son, and Spirit, usually um, to Jesus, um, but sometimes Father. Yep, you're welcome. So to summarize, true love for God is not a good feeling about God or an emotional connection. True love of God holds fast to his word, which proclaims Jesus Christ as the one who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Only through the word does the Holy Spirit create faith 
and cause us to remember everything that Jesus has done for us as the only Redeemer of the world. Jesus fulfilled his Father's will by becoming the Lamb who was willingly slain for us upon the cross. Our Lord loved his Father, for he trusted only in the word of his Father even at the hour of his death. The Father then raised him from the dead even as he had promised. We receive peace from this proclamation of the death and resurrection of Christ that overcomes the prince of this world and assures our troubled hearts that we need not fear him. Good. We sing our hymn for the week. God, through the humiliation of your Son, you raised up the fallen world. Grant to your faithful people, rescued from the peril of everlasting death, perpetual gladness and eternal joys. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord Jesus, by your word and spirit, fashion all Christian women into wives made in the image of your bride, the Church. Teach them to submit to their husbands as to you, their Lord and Savior. Give them hearts that trust in your word honor their husbands, and look to them for love and spiritual headship. Deliver them from all fear and faithlessness. 
Where their husbands fail them, support them with your grace and let them find their sufficiency in you. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Pray this day for the preaching of the Holy Cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, for it spread throughout the whole world, for the persecuted, for the sick and dying. We also pray this day for Garrett, who celebrates his birthday, with Catherine and, and Carter, who celebrate their baptism. We pray for the households of our church, especially those who have been absent from uh, divine service, that they would be restored to attendance, especially Chad and Mindy, Joseph and Andrea, Michael and Jennifer, Shannon, Jerry and Marcella, Monty and Linda. Pray in thanksgiving for life and birth and for the gift of holy matrimony to Aaron and Virginia. Pray for our catechumens, Christian, Wyatt, Aaliyah, Lydia, Charlie, Kaylee, Kimberly, Allie, Dasha, and Teresa. Pray for those ill receiving treatment or recovering, especially Dale and Pam, Joe, Kelsey, Marion, Walt, Christopher, Brad recovering from surgery, Gus and Eileen recovering from injury, Doug and Sandy, O'Shea, Emily, Pat, Wade, and, and Darlene. Pray for our homebound, Marcella, Dan, Paul, Merlin, and Pauline. Pray for our mission of the month, alert disaster relief teams. Pray for the mortification of the old man and for the preservation of the word and the increase of the church. And finally, we pray for all those grieving, especially the family and friends of Dan. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Good. That's our congregation prayer for today. Friday, April 28th, 2023. You're welcome, Gus and Eileen. Keep Brad in our prayers. Um, He's got a Facebook group, Brad Needs a Kidney. Go uh, follow, find out the latest news there on Facebook uh, so that you can keep him in your prayers. And um, yeah, good to have you all checking in on the chat. I'm not going to give you all by name today. And those of you who watch stealthily, either live or later in the day, glad to have you too. Uh, I'm glad to provide this well, small component of our ministry here together. Uh, that is, we pray, confess, sing, and uh, rejoice in God's salvation together. Tomorrow we will gather in the morning at 9 a.m. to uh, here online to consider Sunday's readings and maybe look a little bit back to what we've been praying all week. And that will prepare us then for divine service Sunday morning. All right. Good. So with that, I bid you fond farewell. We'll see you soon. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church Sermon Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting stjohnrandomlake.org that's stjohnrandomlake.org slash support and give today.